Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. Hey, I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. This is the uh, WCHL podcast, and on the other end of the line should be my very favorite friend, my best friend in all the world. He's the uh, ice technician extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, the general manager for University of Oklahoma Hockey, and the head pom-pom cheerleader for OU Hockey, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Yo, yo. Andrew, I got to say, this is a new one for me because I have relocated my mobile pod- podcast studio. We uh, we are not firing all cylinders tonight, are we? We are not. No, and it's not you. It's me. It's definitely me. I was uh, a little too far away, apparently, from the old Wi-Fi connection, so I've had to relocate to the uh, uh, to the cocina to the kitchen. And um, if we hear somebody yelling at me in Spanish. Um, it will be either some combination. It will be a relative of mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will. Hopefully, you will not hear the uh, wooden uh, rolling pin hitting me in the head, <laughs> saying "Shut but, up." Well, if we did, it would just sound like a big hollow thud, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an echo, a long echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes, we are. Yeah, we are uh, not firing on all six cylinders tonight. At least you, at least you get an audience tonight to watch you. So maybe they can cheer you on and egg you on, and, and she, you can you she, can carry your weight on this thing tonight, right? Yeah, there's no cheering on here. She's gonna be <laughs> she is gonna be uh, cussing me out in of- in two different languages, probably probably <laughs> three if you count sign language. Uh, I'm telling you. What a deal! What a deal! But hey, we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. Yep. And we've got uh, before before we got going, you were kind of lamenting the fact that this was kind of a, uh, a not too exciting week of uh, hockey to discuss. Yeah, we had some. You know, it had it had some promise last week when we were talking about it, and it didn't really uh, didn't really pan out that way for us, did it? Oh well, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it, there, Mister Glass, uh, half empty. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah. It depends on which side of the fence you're on, right? Mister Positivity here kind of thought it was a semi decent weekend. Uh huh. Yeah, Mister Positivity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not hockey guys. What the hell do we know? Yeah, we don't know a damn thing, do we? All right, let's get on with some. Uh, let's get right to it to this uh, media week that was in uh, in games involving WCHL teams. We had three teams that were off, Arizona State, Grand Canyon, and UCO. Um, I understood they, uh, they all three of those teams kind of got together um, uh, on their own um, and had kind of like a, uh, a college jeopardy type of a uh, uh, debate type of a thing. <laughs> yeah. No? You, you doubt? You, you question? <laughs> yeah. 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 The... Uh... Just, just from my knowledge of uh, being around these things, I don't think that we have very many uh, guys that are signing up for the uh, debate teams around I, I, here. You know what I mean? I, th- I think there were questions like, uh, you know, what is the cosine of seventy three, and <laughs> yeah. you know, what's the uh, tangent of the third derivative of pi, and uh, you know, all, there were all sorts of questions uh, that were being lobbed back and forth, and um, it's I, I don't know who won. I'm, I need to get a, a recap, but. Uh, 
good for those guys to uh, focus my, on their study habits. My my guess is it's going to be more questions like if you're going to the lake on a summer day and it's the temperatures are between ninety and ninety eight. Are you taking a Bud Light or a Miller Light with you? You know, <laughs> that would be more of my guess. It was. Uh, it would be more like a Michelob or Michelob Ultra debate. Yeah. What? Are, yeah. What are you taking with you? Yeah. <laughs> Twelve ounce or sixteen ounce debate. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right, Andrew. All right, you got me. Um, how about this? We had some non-conference play. Colorado State went to nowhere, North Dakota, to go take on the uh, Jimmies of Jamestown. Do you know, Andrew? Do you know what a Jimmy is? I am going to say it has something to do with the oil field. You know, when I was growing up, a Jimmy was a chocolate sprinkle that you would put on vanilla ice cream. So you know, you'd go to Brigham's, the ice cream shop in Boston, and they'd give you a cup of ice cream in a cone, and then you would you would say, "Oh, can I have uh, vanilla ice cream with Jimmies?" And they would then dip it in the chocolate sprinkles and give it to you. I don't think the University of Jamestown Jimmies are the chocolate sprinkle Jimmies. No, I don't think so either. They have they have a picture on their uh, logo of, uh, well, I don't know, it's some guy on a horse. It's like Heath Ledger and, uh, you know, whatever that dumb movie was, Knight's, <laughs> a Knight's Tale or something. Yeah. You know, he's holding yeah. a little, he's holding that big long spoon forky spear thing that he's riding a horse and it's got a big J on his jersey and that must be Jimmy, Jimmy the Knight. But, oh, well. All right, so Colorado State uh, went to uh, play the Jimmies, the non-chocolate sprinkle variety. And um, <laughs> on Friday night, hey, it turned out to be a, a good night for the good guys. Uh, five to four, yeah. Colorado yeah. State win in overtime. And, uh, it, I mean, I, I don't, did you get a chance to watch that game, Andrew, at all? I did watch that game. Yeah? Tell, tell <laughs> yeah. us all about it. Yeah, well, so uh, the first thing that stuck out to me was there was an absolute ton of shots in this game. Yeah. The uh, Jamestown Jimmy's got the edge 49-46 in shots on goal. The uh, the other thing that sticks out, Colorado State has a monster second period on them. The uh, four goals in the second. Yeah. The uh, But then they let Jamestown right back in it. Jamestown responds with a, with a huge third period on them. Sends it to overtime and then late in overtime, like two minute, minute fifty to go. The uh, Colorado State, who was it? Number nineteen, Kyle Nelson, pops one in, and then the Colorado State Rams are victorious. Telling you what, Colorado State has a four to one lead after two, and they choke it off. Choked it away. They they it, it got to be four to three late. You can kind of see it was four to three. Jamestown scored with like five minutes to go in the game, and then they pulled the uh, pulled the goaltender and they scored with a minute to tie it up. Yeah, late. Yeah, and then in overtime, their uh, one of their their team president Tito Moreno took a penalty, and I thought it was a questionable penalty, but he took a penalty. Um, it was it was kind of a back and forth affair in Colorado State. I would say. Had the uh, had the run of play for like the first minute or so of overtime, and then uh, Jamestown had the run of play for the second minute or so of overtime, and that's when uh, number twenty eight for Co- uh, Colorado State Tito Moreno got called for tripping. And boy, you're just sitting there thinking, "Oh, just hold on, yeah. hold on, and get yeah. to the shootout, right?" And damned if Jamestown just kind of had a brain fart, if you will. And they let uh, they, Kyle Nelson just busted his butt, and he hustled into the offensive zone. He he picked a, a lazy uh, pass off the boards, and just kind of 
you know, was crossing between the circles and just threw it at the net, just whipped it at the net. I mean, yeah, he, it he was did. it was him and maybe a, a, another defender in the way uh, who might, he I thought he kind of might have used him as a screen, and he just whipped it in there and damned if the puck didn't go in. Yeah, how about that? That but, was it. Was awesome. It was just great. The good guys win. Nothing wrong with that, right? Good guys win. And then then the next night it was uh, uh, Jamestown got a little little bit of revenge. You know, five to three Jamestown. It was a little bit, uh, you know, CSU jumped out early to a one to nothing lead, and then uh, and then they got a a second goal, um, but uh, to make it two to one, and then Jamestown just you know came yeah, undone. They, yeah, they came undone. I mean, they scored and scored at will. You know. Yeah, and they had two. They scored two late power play goals. Uh, not late, but they scored two power play goals in the third period to salt it away. It was a three to two game, and you're thinking, uh, you know, if Colorado yeah, State close. can get into it, yeah, it was much much closer game than what the final score predicts, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was, uh, you know, hey, Colorado State got got out of that weekend what they wanted. They got a good split with uh, hey. with a decent little team. I think I think we called the split, and and that's a great little week right there. You yeah, know, good for them. Hey, good yeah. good homecoming for uh, Colorado State's new head coach Camden Lambert, who yeah. used to be the uh, assistant there at Jamestown. I in fact I had a, a chance to talk to Jamestown's coach Dean Stork earlier today, and uh, he was very highly appreciative and uh, spoke well of uh, Camden and how what he's doing with CSU, and uh, we both agreed that. Uh, you know, if, if he sticks around CSU and uh, if the kids, you know, keep him around, which they should, uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, up there's a, there's yep. a lot of potential there, if you will, yeah, with CSU. Good upside to him. Yeah, a lot yeah. of upside. There you go. Yeah, and there's and there's a lot of talent there in the in the Denver area to to pick from, right? So oh yeah, just get the right guy at the helm and and go with it, right? There you go. There you go. So CSU has a good weekend, and more importantly, I don't think they ever have to go back to North Dakota. So I think that's a double win <laughs> for Colorado State. That Yeah, as long as you can stay out of North Dakota, holy moly. Oh, especially now when it's cold. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. All right, you sent your team, the University of Oklahoma, up to Boulder to go play the, uh, the Buffaloes of Colorado. Andrew, tell me how that went. Well, you know, Colorado, <laughs> Colorado, Colorado wins. Colorado wins again on Saturday. And that's about it. Okay. All right. Ain't next. Colorado. <laughs> next. Colorado. It, it was uh, two to nothing. Colorado on Friday night. Five to three. Colorado on on Saturday. Uh, I'll tell you what. The first what they scored was it uh, two late goals, a, a goal late in the second, or a goal in the second, a goal in the third on uh, on Friday. Yep. Um, it, yeah. It, it, it it seemed as if nobody wanted to. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of perimeter play, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. getting in tight and getting dirty. Nothing sustained. All, nothing sustained. Everything on the outside. Yeah, both both teams. I thought. Yeah, both teams stunk it up on the power play and didn't score anything. And uh, Colorado just uh, persevered. They got the, I think they got the majority of the shots off there. What are we looking at? Third? Uh, no. Then Colorado got 30, 30 shots. Colorado State had thirty. I mean, Col- Oklahoma had thirty four. So. Uh, yeah, I hey they got two of the sneak in, well, I guess. The the one thing that uh that kind of sticks out on the weekend for these two teams is neither team scored a power play goal. Yeah, cuz the next night uh 5-3 Colorado and they jumped out early. Uh They did. 3 to 1 lead and then it was a 5 to 3 after 2 and then it just stayed that way. Um, yep. Fin- it, from looking at the score sheet, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, little inside baseball. Um, I mean, I watched the game, you know, I, you could tell that everybody kind of wanted to uh, not get out of there, but um, 
the referees were, it looked to me as if the referees were eager to get on with their Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. Three penalties total. I mean, yeah, let's, no, let's no, get out of here. No scoring, no penalties at all in the third period. Um, the game already got off to a delayed start. It was like 45 minutes late to start. Yep. And um, I'll just tell you this, that, uh, and, I mean, no one's listening to this podcast, right? There's only like 13, <laughs> 14 people. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's listening. Getting the score sheet was an absolute bear um today we're doing we're recording this on wednesday and uh this this game happened on saturday night and i got the score sheet yesterday like at five o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> yeah well, I, well, I i did hear that there was uh that there was may or may not have been a computer in the score box with the uh, colorado oregon football game being played while the hockey game was being played <laughs> <laughs> So that that might that might answer some of your frustration of getting your hands on the score sheet. I'm telling you what it was, and, and I've I mean I, the other thing that was kind of frustrating was, um, and we got to thank the anonymous Colorado parent who decided to uh, broadcast the game live for all of us to watch on Facebook Live. Yeah, that was kind of a weird deal on that one. It was. It was the. Uh, it was originally supposed to be on uh, the Colorado Sco Buffs Live, I think, or Sco Buffs Sports, something like that. Yep. yep. On the YouTube channel, and um, they they had a, a switch up at the last minute, and they went to um, uh, Facebook Live, and it was literally a parent who was holding up their in the, phone in the corner. Yep. And, yeah, and um, you know, hey, God bless them for doing so. Yeah, we had. That was kind of a weird deal because, you know, we had put out the post on our social media account about where to, you know, when the game time was, where it was at, and then the uh, how to watch it. And then, I don't know, probably about three hours before game time, somebody that I didn't know got on our social media thread and posted like, hey, here's, and it looked official. It had it had ACHA logos, it had everything on it, and it said, here's the here's the direct link for tonight's game. And I guess a couple of people had clicked on it, and it was a it was a scam deal. Yeah. And from what I understand, from from researching it, and what I understand, it wasn't just an isolated deal with us. I guess it was a almost like a like across the country that on YouTube, I think it was where they were going to broadcast the game. Um, somebody had put out a scam link and was and was trying to grab people's credit cards off of there. So that was that was no bueno. Happens all the time. It just so happened to happen to uh, an ACHA game yep. this time. It happens, uh, I'll tell you when it really happens. Saturday night UFC fights. Yep. It happens all the time. Yep. And it's uh, it's weird. You get these knuckleheads that uh, have goofy names and, you know, come up with some uh, strange, weird, you know, not recognizable names. And you're thinking, okay, well, it's just some, you know, some dude in another country. And... Uh, uh, yeah, you click on it and you're like, oh, I got to pay to watch this. Okay, no big deal. And boop, next thing you know, your bank yep. account got drained. They got you. Yep. 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 Happened. I got a message from the ACHA uh, or or not from the ACHA, but through the ACHA account. There was a gentleman here in Oklahoma who uh, thought that we could do something about it. And um, I just thanked him very much for uh, letting us know and yep. went on our way. Yep. Yep, it is what it is, right? So, hey, th- thanks to the anonymous uh, Colorado parent, you uh, so were, yeah, you saved the day. Saved the day, that's for sh- that's for sure. I, I I almost had I not got the score sheet yesterday, I was going to have to go back and watch those three or four Facebook Live videos from Saturday to recreate to to the piece, score sheet. Piece it all together. That would have been a oh, nightmare. Oh, hey, you're, <laughs> you're telling me. That would have been a nightmare. You're telling me. 
All right, so uh, so Andrew's Oklahoma team goes up and takes two uh, two noggins or two mm. two two um, uh, noogies to the top of the to their forehead and uh, comes back. That's O for Colorado. It seems for Oklahoma. O for yeah. Colorado's got their number this year. Yeah. Oh for, for four. Well, hopefully, luckily for you, you don't have to go back to Colorado at all this year. So, <laughs> thank God. Your, your trips to Colorado are over. So, yeah, the mountains are, are not friendly to Andrew and his Sooners. That, oh, yeah, we're not going back. <laughs> hey, the, uh, the next games, uh, Utah was down at Arizona at the TCC playing a, a couple of afternoon games, a Friday and Saturday afternoon. And I got to tell you, it's kind of goofy. Um, because I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be able to watch this at work or something. I can't speak too loud. My boss might hear me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's a 1 o'clock game. I'll be able to watch it in the afternoon, right? Well, it's 1 o'clock Arizona time, and they don't do daylight savings time. So that was really 3 o'clock Central time. Oh, you don't you don't work past like 2 o'clock on a Friday, do you? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> unfortunately, for on Friday, I did. But I was lucky enough to tune in uh, there at the end of the game. And I got to see like the last five minutes of the third period. And then I got to see the wild overtime and shootout. Holy smokes. On fr- they, uh, Friday afternoon, Arizona beats Utah 2-1 to one in a shootout. Yeah, how about that? Arizona, Arizona scores late in the first period. And then Utah scores about midway, late mid-period of the uh, third for a 1-1 game. And then overtime occurs, right? Overtime occurs, and, and I'm telling you what: if you have, if you have five minutes to spare, and you, you're just bored, silly, and you want to see some exciting hockey, find this game on YouTube because Arizona broadcasts all their games on YouTube. Unlike Facebook Live or on other people that use pay services, we won't talk about that, Andrew. <laughs> Arizona puts their games for free on YouTube. Find this game; it's Arizona at Utah on October the 29th, and watch the overtime. It was a wild three-on-three overtime, Andrew. There was a two-on-one breakaway. I can't tell you how many times Arizona hit the post or the crossbar, and then. There was like a it was a two on one um, um, uh, on man rush. Arizona hits the post, the crossbar. The puck bounces almost out of the defense, out of the zone, into center ice, and a kid from Utah picks it up on a breakaway. And it, I mean, it was just nonstop go during that overtime. It was what you want from a three on three overtime. Yeah, all all action, right? All action, all the time, and you know, it, it was. You know, nobody scored, uh, so that was you know. I, I guess you could take it for however you however you want it. I thought it was just insane. Yeah, a lot of um, back and forth. I can't imagine if I was on the if I was on the bench, I would have been insane in another yeah, fashion. I would have been pulling pull, all my hair out. Pulling your hair out, right? But uh, as a, just as an observer, it was like holy crapola bars. This is awesome. And then it uh, nobody scored when you couldn't believe nobody scored because uh, there was so much uh, talent just going back and forth. And then, uh, yeah, it, the uh, uh, the shooters, uh, Utah, all three shooters didn't score. The first shooter for uh, Arizona, Greg Malafronte, comes in and uh, has a nice little move and uh, scores the game winner for Arizona on Friday afternoon. Takes a two to one overtime win. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. Yeah, Mr. Greg Malafronte from the University of Arizona. He may have the best name in the entire league. Don't you just like saying that? 
Malafronte. It makes, right? you want, like, makes you want to go to a restaurant and order some I, uh, chicken Malafronte. Yeah, I know, right? That, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a, that's the best name in the league right there. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, you know, girl, <laughs> girls, when they go out to the, you know, they want to order a nice drink or something, I'll have a little Malafronte, please. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, there's so much that you can, the, number 14, he's got it made. Yes. That's, he's, that, and, and, and on top of that, he's a hell of a hockey player. He is. He is. He's a, he's he a smart. And, he's a smart player. Yeah, he can play. Yep. Came back and scored a goal in uh, Saturday's affair too. So, That's right. The yep. game winner had the yep. Arizona one on Saturday afternoon, four to two. It wasn't. Uh, didn't go to overtime. It was just regulation, but four to two. Um, and that was kind of a back and forth affair. Just in in general, Utah jumps out to a two to nothing lead, and then Arizona responds yeah. with four goals over the next two periods to yeah, yeah. salt had it a- away. Had a killer, uh, had a killer second period there with three goals, right? So, yep. yep. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shots. Forty-three shots for uh, University of Arizona. So, I mean, hey, good for those guys. The wild, the wild thing is, Andrew. I mean, both of these teams are evenly matched. If yeah. at the start of the season Utah swept Arizona up in Utah, and uh, here we have Arizona sweeping Utah down in Arizona. So uh, two evenly matched teams, and, and we'll see. I mean, the rankings kind of reveal that as well. So, uh, but yeah, that was a fun little weekend to watch. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was some good good hockey right there, right? Yeah, it was. Now I'll tell you, the the Saturday game was was funky because there was a uh, a delay. Again, if you go back and watch, you can find this game on YouTube too. Because, like I said, Arizona puts their games on YouTube for free, uh, unlike others who. Uh, <laughs> Do pay services and stuff like that, um, <laughs> but uh, the the Utah goaltender got uh, was injured, if you will. Uh, he he got he got knocked around, right? I mean, he got knocked around, and um, anyways, he, he the Arizona uh, I, I forget her last name. Her n- name is Diane. Um, the Arizona trainer came on there, checked him out, and took him off the ice for to run him through concussion protocols. Really? And they sat around, the teams sat around for like five minutes on the ice waiting for this kid to come back Um, because apparently Utah's backup goaltender at the time could not go into the game because he had a medical issue. So he could sit on the bench, but he couldn't play. play. So uh, Utah was stuck with either bringing this kid back, hoping that he gets out of the concussion protocols, Yep. Uh, or that uh, they can go, you know, run someone off the ice really quick while they play with six and have somebody dress. And so there, um, you know, there was just a delay uh, in, in the game. And fortunately, um, the young man, his name is Landon Anderson, um, did not. He was not concussed, and so he was able to come back and get back into the game. But uh, it was just an oddity that. Yeah, um, you're sitting around. Yeah, I mean Arizona didn't have to, and and the officials didn't have to give Utah the time. I mean they could yeah. have just said we're going to play, you know. Yeah, time to go. Yeah, and uh, but uh, yeah, just kind of kind of a weird little deal. And you know, depending on how you how you look at it, you can say you know Arizona ran the goaltender, or that you know a Utah fella you know poked the Arizona guy into his own goaltender. Um, you know, I, I kind of saw it like the latter, but um, I understand that you know, differing minds can uh, see the same thing and come up with different opinions. All, all on which side of the fence you're on, right? Yeah, and you know, I hopefully the, the young man wasn't hurt, but obviously, uh, you know, I'm, 
you're you're watching it on the other end of a TV screen, and you're not there, and Diane's there, and uh, so she made her you know assessment, and for better or for worse, you know you always want to err on the side of caution, and you don't want to you know put someone's health uh, in jeopardy. Yep. So you can totally understand where she's uh, where she's coming from. So uh, yeah, kind of yeah, odd. It's always better to err on the side of safety, right? It made me wonder. I'll tell you this. This is this is the evil part of me. And again, I'll just share this with you, Andrew, because nobody's listening to this. Okay, <laughs> it made me wonder. You know how goaltenders they can kind of flop a little bit. You know, uh-huh. somebody looks at them and they act like they've been shot by a sniper. <laughs> I I wonder. You know, if this kid got tagged a little bit and he might have just you know flopped a little bit and was trying to milk it, trying to get a call because you know it's late in the game. Yeah, his, his, his team was down. Maybe he can get a power play, and he got a little bit more than he bargained for. Maybe with yeah, uh, that, an athletic trainer who takes her yeah. job very, very, very seriously. That Diane came out and got her, got him, got on him, right? Yeah, so and all of a sudden, this thing out. Here's here's miraculous. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm chipper. I'm ready to go. Woohoo, let's yeah, go!" And she's like, yeah, oh, "Hold on, there, Skippy." To- no, 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 no. You go with me. Yeah. So I wondered if if a little bit of that was going on, but uh, that's just cynical Chris talking. Mr. Positivity. <laughs> Mr. Positivity, isn't it? <laughs> all right. Hey, the big the big series of the weekend, um, or I shouldn't say they're they're all big series, but the series uh, that that uh, was there dealing with uh, teams at the top of the uh, WCHL standings. It was out in Las Vegas, Missouri State went to Las Vegas to take on the Skating Rebels. And uh, UNLV was just coming off of a uh, – oh, what did they, they – they played – was it Arizona? I think it was Arizona. They had yeah. a couple of weeks – they yeah. had Arizona at home and split with them. Yep, split with Arizona, yep. And then uh, Missouri State was coming off a sweep of UCO at their place. Yep. Yep, a yeah. home sweep of UCO, yep. And so uh, everyone's fat, dumb, and happy and just ready to uh, get it on. We have two top teams going at it. And if Missouri State wins, uh, they set themselves apart as the leader in the WCHL. And if UNLV wins, they join the leaders, Missouri State and Central. And, um, yeah, it turned out both games went uh, UNLV's way. Yep, yep, it was – Kind of surprising, right? Because Missouri State's been scoring some goals this year, and they, you know, Friday night they scored one late in the first, and then they scored one in the middle of the third. And that was all she wrote for those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. They, UNLV wins on Friday, four to two. The last goal was an empty netter. They, uh, they, they pound in a ton of shots. You know, forty-one shots on Friday. UNLV did so. You know, they, they brought the heat, and then they backed it up on Saturday, too. Yeah, and on Saturday, you know, it can go either one of two ways, right? After you get after you lose a close game, 4-2 to with an empty netter, really a 3-2 game, it can either go, you're, gonna, you're, you're angry, you're upset, you're going to come back with a vengeance and, you know, get, you're going to win uh, and beat the home team, or you're just going to, you know, sit there and uh, – the home team's going to come out and just run all over you, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, Vegas they, jumped, and it was one to one after one, and after that, it was all Las Vegas. Yeah, all Las Vegas. They, uh, like I said, Missouri State scored an early one in the first on the power play, and then that was it. It was all UNLV after that. 50, 50 shots on goal, so you know they they were bringing it. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed like uh, you know 
everybody scored on the power play. Everybody, you know, killed for the most part. I think what each team scored a power play goal each night. So it was yep. wasn't yep. like they were they're two yeah, evenly matched teams. Yeah, they were they were both one for three on Saturday. And then on Friday, Missouri State was one of five and UNLV was one of six. So it's uh yeah, yeah it, it was I think it was uh, a long bus ride in, you know, UNLV playing at home. UNLV plays better at home than they do on the road. I, I, there's yeah. just no getting around that. And, and, and you would expect that. You would expect a team to play better at home than they do on the road. Yeah. Anybody. And they have a cool place. They get a lot of fans, right? So they, they, oh, have yeah, a lot they, to, they have a lot to get up for, right? And you know, on the flip side, you know, Missouri State, 22-hour bus ride, that's Oof. that's a that's a long haul. We we Well, I want, I'm not going to say we have done it. Because oh. one of us here, one of us here hasn't done it, but oh. one of us here did go on a 28-hour bus ride to Delaware, <laughs> while while somebody else flew on the private airways. So that's a long time in a bus. The private airways, otherwise known as Southwest Airlines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've, but hey, I've, I've I've been on that bus many, 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 many times to Liberty, yeah. to Rochester, New York, to nowhere, Ohio, to. North Dakota, I, that bus and I were is, really good friends. It is it is no fun, is it? Well, it can be. That's for sure. Well, yeah. It yeah, it can get interesting for sure. But yeah, for the most part, it's not fun. On, uh, I'd, I'd say hours one through twenty are okay, but hours twenty through twenty-two. Uh. Yeah, it's, that stupid bus is where I got hooked on watching uh, the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what. It, that's what that thing will do to you. Oh my goodness! Uh, I haven't yeah, thought of I haven't thought of Polly in uh, the situation in a long time. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Oh boy! All right. Well, hey. So that's the week <laughs> that was in uh, in the WCHL, and so that leaves us with some uh, funky standings. We have a tie at the top of uh, the WCHL between Central Oklahoma and Missouri State. Both teams have eighteen points. They've both played eight games, so they're just neck and neck with one another. Uh, right after them in third place with 17 points is Arizona. After that, courtesy of the weekend sweep is Las Vegas. They have uh, 14 points. Then Utah, the surprising Utes. I'd say they're probably one of the big surprises of the of the ACHA this season so far. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. They're number five in the conference with 11 points. Then we have Grand Canyon with eight. Colorado has seven. Arizona State, six. Colorado State, five. And Oklahoma, one. Sad trombone. Yeah. So, all righty, Andrew. Um, you know what I want to talk about next, right? <laughs> yeah. I can, only, I can only imagine. All right, but we got to hold hold on. We got to we got to hit the horn really quick. We got to do a proper break, and then oh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about. Uh, I mean, today's the day. The computer, yes. the computer rankings came out. Yes, out with the popularity contest, in yeah. with the real stuff. Hold on. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that pump. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We, what the, you gonna let him stand in here like a? Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp, don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Like, 
None of these donkeys even dip, bro. These chumps even chew, bro. Like, none of these dunces ever had a dinger? These losers never had a lipper, bro. Like, chill out. Have a chalk. Peace out. Have a pull. Have a hogger. Have a danger. Have a hammer. Say hello to Sergeant Spinner, boys. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> Alrighty, Andrew. You know what? <laughs> uh, hold, hold on. We have we have some intro music for for this next upcoming segment. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. It's not Christmas. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Yes, it is. The computer rankings are here. We are celebrating. It's everyday cheer. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's the most wonderful time of the ACHA year, other than nationals. The the popularity contest is out the window. It is over. Oh, and boy. Now we are getting down to business. The ACHA uh, ranking number six came out today, and it was based on the computer. And, oh, boy, we had a lot of fun. Yes, we did. Six of the uh, 10 WCHL teams find themselves in the top 25. Central Oklahoma is number five. Missouri State, number seven. Nevada, Las Vegas is eight. Arizona, 14. 15 is Utah. And 24 is Arizona State. How about them apples? That is pretty impressive. Six teams in the top 25 right there. Uh, yeah, let's go through this, would you? Um, uh, Minot State is number one. Which they, is is good ranking. They moved up one spot. They were number two in the, in the popularity contest. Yep. Lindenwood is number two. They were number one in the popularity contest. And I'll tell you, I mean, the, according to the computer, Lindenwood and Minot are tied. But Minot has the tiebreaker. So Minot's one, Lindenwood two. Number three is Liberty. And they were number three in the popularity contest. Number uh, the, yeah. the coaches got it right. How about, about the Coaches got one, two, and three right. I mean, that's kind of obvious, okay? Here we go. Here we go. Number four, <laughs> Stony Brook. Ugh. Moved up three spots from number seven. Number five, Central Oklahoma. Moved up four spots from number nine. Iowa State dropped two spots to number from four to six. Missouri State, number seven. They were number 13 in the popularity contest. They moved up six spots courtesy of the computer. Quick math. Quick math. Quick math. I love it. <laughs> Nevada, Las Vegas moves up three spots from 11 to eight. Adrian drops four spots. I mean, and we could just go through it. Arizona yeah. Arizona moved up five spots. Utah moved up 10 spots or more from nowhere. They weren't in the rankings, the popularity Not, yeah. contest, to number 15. They were, they were outside the popularity. They got recognized for, for all the good work that they've done, I mean, which, which is awesome. Yes, um, they, they deserve it, right? Damn right. Damn right. Here, here we go. Here's my favorite. Ohio drops yeah. from 10 to 19. They could, they could drop all the way out of this thing as far as I'm concerned. They dropped nine spots because of the popularity contest. Here's another one. Michigan-Dearborn. They were number eight. Now they're number 23. 15-spot drop. <laughs> Delaware, number 21. Now they're number 25. 4-spot drop. And then we had four teams move out and four teams move in. Andrew, can you tell me the name of one team that fell out of the top 25? I'm going to give you one guess. <laughs> Do do I do I often go to practice with said team? 
<laughs> no, because Oklahoma wasn't in that wasn't well, right. wasn't we're, in the top twenty five. That's right. It's your yeah, favorite. Yeah. It's the favorite team you like to rag on. Last year it was Ohio. This year it is. Oh Lord, which am I ragging on this year? Illinois. Illinois, yes. Illinois. They're Illinois. They're out of the top oh. twenty five. I'll be damned. They are. Robert Morris dropped out. Drexel dropped out. Calvin dropped out. And that's because those are teams. Robert Morris made nationals last year. Drexel made nationals two years ago. Calvin is, you know, up there in Michigan with all the rest of the voting teams. Yep. So they get that FaceTime, right? Yeah. So we've got Utah, NYU, New York University, Villanova out of that terrible Philly league, and then Alabama. All teams that are, I would say, not necessarily. Um, uh, I'm not going to say not popular, but uh, they're not ACHA buddy favorites. You know, yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah, not, they're not the traditional traditional guys, if you will. Yeah, not not flashy, right? No, 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 no. And and you know, they just have gone out and done the work. Yep. So uh, props to them. Yeah, but how about that? I love, I love, I love this time of the year. No more do we have to worry about the coaches. No more do we have to worry about how many out of the 68 coaches have voted. It, it fluctuated from almost 30 to 21. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the low point was 21, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a joke. I mean, what yeah. a joke. I, I understand you got to have the – I understand you got to have the uh, – um, you got to have a ranking. You know, the teams want to have a ranking. But, I mean, come on. It's uh, – take it for what it's worth. People would get – twisted people would get uh, wound up people would get upset about the ranking and i'm like who gives a rip this doesn't yep. this doesn't matter this doesn't count it's a popularity contest yeah we 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 laughed about it for what the past three or four weeks here so. yeah i mean there were some folks that were really getting twisted about you know the, where they landed yeah. and um and, the, and they were worried there were some out there i know uh, especially on the east coast that thought the coaches ranking somehow or another factored into the computer ranking and I was like, no, come on. We've been doing this computer ranking now for like 10 years. Have you not yeah. figured it out by now? Yeah. Here's your sign. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, so anyways, it's uh, – and I fully recognize, Andrew, that um, – I fully, fully, fully recognize that it's just November. And these computer rankings are going to – next week it will be a wild fluctuation as well. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. It goes up and down a lot here at the beginning, right? Yeah. Things aren't going to really settle down towards the end of December, middle of, middle of January, that sort of thing. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting when we sit down here in February when we start talking about the field going to uh, nationals mm-hmm. and take these 25 teams and compare to the final 25 teams and see just exactly how all this panned out over the, over the season, right? Yeah. Or compare it to the coaches' popularity rankings just to see how yep. badly they got it yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see right couple, but I, I couple love four it. months down the road I, I but i love this i mean today's today's a fun day because you get to see the hypocrisy that's out there nobody gave utah credit and here they are they're out there kicking butt and taking names they're playing very very well and nobody I, gave them any credit and boom the computer says here's some respect well, I, I knew when the computer rankings the email hit because my social media account blew up uh-oh with computer rankings and i was like oh boy the the email must have arrived <laughs> well and 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 it's uh, i you know i think it's also a testament to uh to our conference because you know central missouri state and nevada las vegas arizona and utah five of the six teams all moved up in the rankings mm-hmm. they moved up substantially yep um you know and so you can you know the coaches and their hypocrisy or i shouldn't say the hypocrisy or let's just say the old guard the usual suspects Mm-hmm. You know, the coaches in the Central States League, the coaches up in Michigan, they're voting for their buddies and their pals. And, you know, people that, 
they're they're not putting a lot of thought into the scores this year. That what they're doing is they're looking at last year. They're saying, "Oh, well, so and so made it two years ago to nationals. I'll vote them in the top twenty-five. Yeah, the the good old boy system, right? As opposed to looking at what's going on now, and that's what matters. What's going on now? So yeah, I I, I really appreciate it. I was happy to see it, and um, obviously I'm very proud that uh, I have nothing to do with it, but I'm proud to uh, you know. That six of the uh, six of the ten teams are in the top twenty-five. Five of them are in the top fifteen. I mean, that's pretty damn good. I think thirty-three percent of uh, the top fifteen come from one conference. That's not that's not too shabby, is it? And then you look at, uh, I mean, Oklahoma. I think it was Grand Canyon ended up twenty-nine. Colorado was thirty-one. Colorado State was thirty-three, and I think your Oklahoma Sooners were like thirty-six, something along those lines. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but um, anyway, yeah. anyways, I mean that's I have ten teams in, the, in basically the top forty percent. So we have, yeah. I mean, top forty. We have you know tw- basically twenty five percent of the top forty. That's not bad. It's not bad at all, is it? Yeah, we don't have anybody in the bottom third of the con- uh, bottom third of all the ACHA. So uh, there's nobody in the 40. We have 68 teams. There's nobody in the WCHL that's ranked 40, 50, or in the 60s. So I was pretty damn pleased. Pretty. Yep. Got to be happy about that, right? Yeah, I was. I was. And so anyways, not going to get too giddy. Not going to get too giddy at all. But uh, just (laughs) we finally got rid of the coaches. Now now we're here with the computer. So Now now it's time. They say around here it's time to to get down to the nut cutting, right? (laughs) Yeah. Do they say that around the Blazers Ice Center? They do. Something like that, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, this is this is this is time for Andrew's stats and analytics. Um, brought to us by um, uh, Toys R Us, uh, where they have play calculators and play slide, <laughs> slide rules. Yep. So yep. Uh, Andrew, um, why don't you wow us with some of your stats and analytics? Do we hold on, hold on, hold on? Do I, I think we have some music for this, don't we? Here I need to I think we have oh if only I could operate my machine here. <laughs> you know. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Andrew, stats Whoa. and analytics. Oh, boy. Yep. Brought to you by Red Bull. Andrew, get some wings. You. Give us some stats and analytics. They, uh, well, here's what I got for you. So it'll be quick and easy this week because mm-hmm. not much changed from last week. The... Uh, the leader in the clubhouse on the power play is the University of Arizona. And just looking at it here, the leader in the clubhouse on the penalty kill right now, minus University of Arizona's PK being skewed from a uh, live score not being done right on, uh, what was that? That wasn't a, was it at Utah that they messed up the input of the score sheet, you said, yeah, when they were doing it live? Yeah. So there, so theirs is skewed a little bit. Utah, but, Vegas, uh, who knows? Yeah, I think it, missed, it, may, it may have been Vegas you were talking about. But uh, the way the I've way stats I've got it right now, the uh, leader in the clubhouse on the PK is the University of Central Oklahoma okay. at almost 89% PK percentage right now. So, nice. Yeah, so pretty, pretty impressive. Okay. So, what other stats do you have for us, or is that it? That is it. That is it. We right. will uh, we will circle back. The uh, thing I'd like to do is in November, the end of November, I'd like to circle back, and uh, we can go over point leaders and goal leaders and all that stuff. Give these all right. give these kids a couple weekends here to to pad their stats, and then uh, 
Shine some light on them, right? There you go. All right. Well, that was Andrew's Stats and Analytics. Brought to you by Twix Candy Bars, the favorite candy bars, whether you go left or right, especially when they're bite-sized <laughs> yeah. and staring me in the face from Halloween. So uh, Now, I've got, a, I've got a novel question for you. Oh, geez. And I'm going to see if you can answer it. Yeah. Who, which team is leading the league in power play percentage right now? As of today, out of all 68 teams, which team is leading in all of the power play percentage category? Oh, wow. Out of You're saying in the ACHA? Yeah, out of all 68 teams, who um, well, would be the leader? Uh, okay, you're, you're, you're just from the glee in your voice. It sounds like it's going to be an obscure, funky yeah, um, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And don't slow play me while you're going to the internet. I'm not going to the internet. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, trust me, I'm mesmerized by the Rolos and the Twix in front of me. So <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm trying to restrain myself. Um, I'm going to say that it's a, I'm going to say Pitt. Nope. The University of Buffalo. Come on. Do you want to take a guess at what their power play percentage is right now? It's a lie is what it is, but go ahead. Uh, 25%. One hundred and twelve point five percent on the power play this year. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a lie. <laughs> Good. Well, okay. Now, so, on so, the other hand, so what we know is, want- Andrew, what we know is, you don't go to Buffalo for a math degree. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Who would you say is the leader in the clubhouse for the worst penalty kill percentage in the entire league? <laughs> um, I'm going to say George Mason. It would also be the University of Buffalo. They're <laughs> They're at a one minus one hundred and twenty percent PK. They, <laughs> so they, so do they the, score? Do they score on the penalty kill and they and they uh, give up goals on the power play? Is that the deal? So so whoever does their score sheets, they it says they have been five times shorthanded and they have been scored against eleven times on those five shorthanded opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh boy! Oh, uh, I thought that was pretty funny when I saw that up there. When, when I was when you were talking about power play goals, I was thinking, okay, Adrian, might not? Who's really <laughs> rang up a lot of? Uh, and, and so I, I, so then I thought, oh wait, I know that like Pitt's way up there. So yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting. Buffalo and Buffalo, Buffalo and Buffalo. How about that? So you do not want to go to the University of Buffalo for either a math degree or a statistics degree, is what it sounds that- like. That would be correct. You probably want to go there for either a hockey degree or a freeze your chaps off degree. That's exactly right. Wow. All right, Andrew. Exactly right. It's time. uh, It's it's the most exciting part of uh, of this podcast. And no, I don't mean the end. Um, But it's time for your predictions for the upcoming games. This weekend, we have one, two, three, four, five. Only UNLV is off this weekend. So we have nine of the ten teams are in action. First, let's go to the non-conference games. The Central Oklahoma Broncos, number five in the nation, are now going up to play Iowa State, number six. So this is going to be like a grudge match. Winner winner gets five. Yeah, this this is going to be a good little series. uh, I don't think you can call it any other way but a split. Really? Okay, a split. Yep, yep. They both have have a great um, PK unit, and they both have a pretty dang good uh, power play unit, too. So... uh, We'll see which one prevails, but I think the only way to call this thing is a split here. All right, all right. Well, the next uh, the next three RWCHL conference games, and Andrew, we're going to start off with the one that's going to be near and dear to your heart because it's going to happen at the Blazers Ice Center. 
the league leading, tied for the league lead, the Missouri State Ice Bears traveled down I-44 to take on your Oklahoma Sooners. How now we understand that you're, <laughs> you know, you're biased. But with knowing that bias ahead of time, give us your semi-objective uh, predictions as to what you think is going to happen. Okay, I can give you some semi-projections. The uh, let's see here, Missouri State scores about four and a half points a game. Yeah, they uh, they're giving up about three a game. Yeah, they have a decent little power play, twenty-one percent right now. Great PK unit. The uh, you know OU on the other hand scoring about three. Giving up about three and a half per game. Here again, decent little power play. Okay-ish penalty kill unit. But with all that being said, with all throwing all those marvelous stats at you, this is going to be all OU. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all OU. All right, I'm going to write that one down. You realize that out of the fourteen, uh, out of the fourteen listeners that we have, like thirteen of them are from Missouri State. That's all right. That's all right. I'll be at Blazers Ice Center all weekend. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're just you're just egging it on. And, and, if, and if you are there, I will be over in Commissioner's Corner. The uh, <laughs> it's it's a nice palatial pad in the corner, right outside our locker room. I would love to meet everybody. Oh no, so. no, no, yeah, you'll be you'll be there. I will not be there because what you're calling Commissioner's Corner is not Commissioner's Corner. Commissioner's Corner. What He's on the opposite about? side. No, that's that's the parent corner, and that's like a snake I, trap over there. I put a I put a I put a freaking plaque up with your name on it over there. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're not going over there. I put a plaque up with I'm, your name I'm, on it. I am not about to go sit with hockey parents over there. And... I've got it. I've got it loaded. I just loaded the refrigerator down this morning with White Mountain Dew. I got oh. my hand on a secret stash. Ooh. The. Uh, All right. Well, now now we're talking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I uh, I may or may not have uh, loaded the cupboards down with Cheetos. I mean. <laughs> Just, You're a jerk. I'm, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it might be pretty, pretty good. I don't know. All right. All Oklahoma, Andrew says, <laughs> even though Missouri State's leading in Oklahoma is at the bottom of the conference. You're That's saying. right. But but in all serious, no, I will be there all weekend as usual. So if, <laughs> That's the prediction? You'll be there? I'll be there all weekend. It is parents' weekend, so I'll, I will be busy. But Oh, I would I would love to meet all the faithful from Missouri State that are, that may or may not travel down. So if you make it, if you make your way to Blazers Ice Center, hit me up. I'll be running around there. I'd love to chit chat for a second and uh, and introduce myself. Very nice, very nice. Look at you. All right, trying to make friends. Oh. Trying to make new friends so I can get rid of some of my friends I got right now. <laughs> the, the ones that you do podcasts with. <laughs> All right. The other games uh, this weekend, Utah is going back to the desert. They're going to take on Arizona State down in Tempe. How do you see that uh, that weekend shaping up? They, uh, you know what? I, I, these are two pretty evenly matched teams. The, uh, you know, I think Utah will get the edge a little bit because they've got a little bit better uh, power play unit right now, um, but they're scoring about the same amount of goals, giving up almost the dead exact same amount of goals. Um, so just looking at it, I think we got to call this one a split also. A split? All right. Green Canyon is going to down to uh, Tucson to take on Arizona in a pair of games. Um, how do you see this? Antelopes versus Wildcats. The uh, I think if uh, you know Grand Canyon got U of A a couple weeks ago in a non-conference game, 
So I think U of A is going to have uh, some bad blood there, and uh, I think they're going to come out and pull off a sweep. Ooh, there we go. All right. I, I was wondering if you're just going to go split all the way across, except for your <laughs> OU gimme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a pair of non-conference games that's going to happen, it's Colorado is going to be up in the fort, playing on Colorado, played at Epic against Colorado State. And this weekend came about because they're, we ought to call this the Lemonade Series because um, the University of Jamestown was supposed to play at Colorado on Thursday night and then at Colorado State on Friday, Saturday. And Jamestown pled um, uh, budget woes. They, they, yep. couldn't, they could not travel to Colorado. Um, but we want you to come to us. So we're only going to, can- yeah. you know, in our home and home series, we're going to cancel our trip to you, but we're not going to cancel your trip to us. And uh, so anyways, Colorado and Colorado state made the best of a bad situation. And CU is going to go play two games, non-conference up in Epic at, uh, at Colorado state. How do you see this weekend? A rivalry weekend, non-conference, but rivalry nonetheless. The, uh, you know what? I think just like the last, uh, the Utah Arizona State series; these two teams are pretty evenly matched. They uh, they're both playing tough right now, but rivalry series. I'm calling split. Calling a split. I tell you what, Liam Ogwen for Colorado is making a difference for those guys in net. Yeah, and um, yeah, he could he could be the difference maker. So uh, you know, and then we've got the usual suspects for Colorado State. We've got uh, Kyle Nelson and I mentioned Moreno and um, yep. You know they're they're. You know, playing, they got to have some confidence after playing Jamestown so so well. So it, that well, should they, be a fun weekend to watch. Yeah, they've got to have some confidence. And then uh, also, you know, Colorado kind of got back. You know, they've been playing tough going into the Oklahoma series this past weekend, and yep. uh, you know, sweeping sweeping Oklahoma. You know, that's you know, there there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of history between those two teams there. So you know, the uh, that's a good little momentum builder for those guys also. Very, so very this nice. Could, this could be the series to watch of the weekend. It could be a, could turn into be a good little little uh, set of games there. All right, all right. So there we have it. He, uh, Andrew's predictions. He says UCO and Iowa State are going to split. Um, I don't know if you're facetious or tongue in cheek or what, but he said Oklahoma is going to sweep <laughs> Missouri State. I think that you'll be very fortunate if that happens. Um, Utah and Arizona State. You say that one will be a split. You say Arizona will sweep Grand Canyon. The the folks at Grand Canyon might listen to this, you know, and they might see this as as bulletin board material, Andrew. They might want to stick it in your face, you know. Hey, hey, more power to them. And then you say that the non-conference games, Colorado at the Rams, you say that will be a split. Yep. And UNLV wins the weekend. They're going to be in study hall all weekend. Yep, they're they're off in study hall. What Good for th- those guys. What do, you, what do you think study hall at UNLV looks like? Oh, is it is it is it at the MGM? Is it at, is it at New York? New York? Is it know? at the Spearmint Rhino? Yeah, you know which yeah. which which casino are they holding it in? Yeah, that, that each night, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it is it ho- is it hotel management or is it? Um, is it uh, you know alcohol consumption or is it um, you know Uber um, you know surge pricing? To, how to beat Uber surge pricing from uh, nightclub to nightclub? Like I could like I may be looking way too much into it, but I can only imagine that it would be a nightmare trying to corral college kids in Las Vegas. <laughs> I could I could be. I could be all wrong, and if I am, I hope they I hope they let us know and set the record straight. 
I, but I, I, I can only think of, I can think I can only think Andrew of one group worse than dealing with college kids in Las Vegas. <laughs> Which group are you thinking of? Hockey coaches. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. First, first on first on my troublemaker list would be hockey coaches. Second would be hockey players. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. Oh boy! All right, all right. Well, here, hold on. There we go. That's what we got. That means we're at the end of our, uh, our of our podcast here, and it's time for gritches and gripes. And Andrew, I understand you came loaded. I do. I I, I came loaded with all kinds of stuff. Let's hear it. Let's hear. It. You know what? Hey, hold on, hold on. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna play something. All right, time to go. All right, let's go. Let's go. So, opinion. Opinion. Is it too early? One, for Christmas music and or Christmas decorations on the outside of your house. <laughs> Absolutely it is. It's not Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Oh. I, about, I about threw up over the weekend when I saw that there was... Uh, an advertisement, I forget what it was, Target, Walmart, one of those dumb things, and they were already playing Christmas stuff or like, you know, uh, it's time to get Christmas decorations on sale. And I just uh, thought, it's way too friggin' early. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. I we I bought more Christmas decorations on Saturday, the day before Halloween. I bought more Christmas decorations tonight. And as we are driving home, there's five people in my neighborhood that already have their lights burning on the outside of their houses. Well, those five people ought to be ashamed of themselves oh. because it's one thing, Andrew, to buy it and to store it, but it's a whole nother thing to plug it in and turn it on until Thanksgiving. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking I need to get in my truck and go uh, hide out in the weeds with my pellet gun and wait for these people to come out and bend over to tie their shoe or something and, you know, shoot them right in the keister, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my opinion. What's your opinion since you're the one going out and buying all this junk? Oh, well, you know, it's not me buying it. I'm just I'm just guilty by association. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Guilty guilty by association. Come on. I, I have been forced to listen to Christmas music in the car since Saturday. Oh. Day, the day before Halloween, I add. Oh. Andrew, I to listen to Christmas music again in the car tonight on the way home, on the way to and from dinner, I might add. They, uh, yeah, it's and 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 they don't understand why I have an attitude about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm all in favor of Christmas. It's my favorite. You know, in, in my opinion, there are two great days every year, and it's your birthday and Christmas. And both ought to be celebrated as 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 much as possible. However, you know, I, my birthday is in December. I'm not going to start in May to celebrate my birthday, <laughs> right? You know, uh. um, so I'm also not going to start in October on my birthday. So I'm not going to start in October for Jesus's birthday either. Um, and it's uh, it's maybe it's just the old crab apple in me, but um, October is Halloween, November is all about Thanksgiving, December is all about Christmas. I I could not agree more. All right, so there we go. There's do you have any more gritches and gripes? The uh, well, the only the only the only other gripe that I have is, you know, if you if you tell somebody to do something and they do it, and then you forget about it. Don't come back and yell and be crabby with said person. That's all I. <laughs> so that's, that's all I got for you. I got to ask Andrew: Is this a personal thing or is this a hockey thing? Uh, uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. So you can you can read into it what you want, right? All right. But, all right. But well. re- remember what you say 
and do what you say, right? Whoa. Whoa. All right. I like this. I'm going to hold on. There we go. That's how much I like that one. <laughs> I hit the old game show buzzer. There you go. Uh, so that's all the gritches and gripes you have for me, huh? You th- you said you had you were locked and loaded. You had tons of them. No, no, just those, just those couple. Just well, they were pretty couple. good. They were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. Hey, let's. How, uh, yeah. We're coming off of Halloween here. Yeah. What was what was the best what was the best candy you got while you're out trick or treating Sunday <laughs> night? Um, Twix and Rolos. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> um. Oh. Did you hand out your candy, or did you turn your light off and tell the kids, "Oh, I'm sorry, I am out." Truth be told, we're we're sitting. We had just my wife and I had just finished watching uh, Arizona and Utah in the afternoon affair live from Tucson, and she turns to me and she goes, "Is trick or treating today on the thirtieth, or is it on Sunday, the thirty first? And I said, "Oh, I don't know, because you know Sunday it's a school night, right?" Yep. Yep. So in a panic, I ran to the grocery store really quick and I bought four bags of candy. I was surprised uh, you could find it. Oh, I, hey, trust me, two of the four bags were Christmas candy. And I didn't really care <laughs> uh, it, because being the big kid myself, I said, you know what, no one's going to give a rip what's what the uh, yep. outside is. They all, all like one is the candy on the inside. on the inside. That's right. And um, uh, we only had three trick-or-treaters on Sunday night. Really? So, yeah, I'm stuck with four bags of candy. Well, um, we were... We we were busy here at the hacienda. Yeah, well, yeah, we were busy. Well, yeah, it, I, I I must live on a, like a retirement cul-de-sac or something. I maybe I live in uh, Bel Del Boca Vista, and we all go out to uh, eat, you know, at four in the afternoon, like the retirement villages or something. But uh, we don't have a whole bunch of uh, kids in our little neighborhood. They're they're all grown up and gone. Well, so so I guess I I guess I I I do have another grape for you, and mm-hmm. and I forgot about it. Yeah. The uh, the one thing I noticed this year was in our neighborhood, and and you know my neighborhood. We there's 650 some odd houses in this in this edition. Yep. So it, so it's a big neighborhood, and all on one thing, acre. Yep. Yeah, you know, literally all on one acre. The uh, um the one thing I noticed there is a lot of people that were driving from outside areas into our neighborhood uh. and, and walking around hitting the houses and all that. So I was kind of like, yeah. You know, we, you know, we have a lot of young families here. There's enough kids in this neighborhood alone. We don't need to be adding people from all over south south side of town here. You know what I mean? Carpetbaggers, Halloween carpetbaggers. Yeah, how about that? How no about fun. There, nope. we give them the buzzer yeah. too. That's no yeah. fun. Yeah, no good. Yeah, no. So, we ha- we uh, had we had three trick or treaters, Andrew. I had a goth witch who was a young a young woman, and you know, I I just looked at her and I thought, well, that's probably how she dresses for middle school every day anyways. Right. Yeah. She's got her normal clothes. I had a young man who showed up in an outfit that I thought it it was like a radio radiation worker outfit. Right. And so I said, (laughs) I looked at him and I said, what are you, are you like a minion or something? He goes, no, I'm a, and it turns out (laughs) that he's, I mean, he was greatly offended as he took my candy. Uh, turns out he was a character from a game called among us. Hmm. And then I had a Dalmatian that showed up, and she was uh, wearing her little cute little Dalmatian jacket with Dalmatian puppy ears, and uh, she did not have Dalmatian paws because she damn near cleaned me out. Nice. Um, when I held out the little bucket of candy, her, <laughs> she had like bear paws, and she yeah. almost took the whole damn thing. And you're, you're out there wrestling the little girl in the front yard trying to eat your bags of candy he, back. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was like, wait a second. And, you know, she, she, she was just skipping away, and thank yeah, you. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was it. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I, I'll good learn my stuff. lesson one of these days. Yeah, you know. I was just terrified though that some kids were going to come by on Saturday, and I wouldn't have any candy. Um, so anyway, I was going to have to give them like, you know, um, you know, open bags of Skittles or something like that. Bottle, bottles of water, half, <laughs> bottles half of water. Eaten bags, <laughs> half eaten bags of chips. Here's a, here's water. a, here's a bottle of fat tire kid. Here, here's some, here's some, here's some barefoot seltzer kid. <laughs> yeah. Laundry, laundry detergent samples. They've had some covered, you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Tide pods. Don't eat Stapler. these all at once. <laughs> Stapler, stapler remover, pins, pencils. All right. All right. All right. Hey, we, we did have some ACHA news over over the week no boy i know 2023 i I told you last week everybody has their schedule yep um everybody has their schedule and um it was with a caveat that we thought uh we didn't know where nationals was going to be for 2023 and uh, the acha finally figured it out so for 2023 nationals will be in boston they were originally supposed to be there in 2021 but then the pandemic hit so uh, Nationals are in Boston. Uh, they'll be March 16th through the 21st at the New England Sports Center in scenic Marlboro, Massachusetts. Whoa. There are 10, eight sheets of ice there, um, two of which, oh, well, no, there are eight regulation sheets of ice there, and there are two miniature sheets of ice. Andrew, you know, you know what I'm thinking? Let's have a mini nationals. Let's just do a three on three on the mini on the mini sheets. And let's go, right? I'm telling you, we can we can get through it and we can get through nationals in one day. That would be awesome. Five divisions, all five in the same under the same roof, all playing at the same time, March sixteenth through the twenty first. All in the centrally located Boston metropolitan area. Yeah, it's going to be closer to Worcester than it is to Boston, but uh, yeah. So 2023, that's something to look forward to. I don't know how in the world they're going to work out. um, I mean, they think that eight sheets is going to be just fine for games, but they're not accounting for practices or anything like that. So, um, uh, It's not looking too favorable right now with uh, 25% of the teams headed to nationals as it stands today. Coming from the west, that, that aren't even close to uh, Boston, right? Well, not very, yeah. not very favorable, not very favorable we, for those guys. You know, we, we got to spread the gospel all over the uh, all over the no. country. <laughs> yes, we do. We 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 spread it down in Texas. We spread it in Ohio, and uh, so now we're we're heading up to New England. Apparently, in two years, so twenty twenty two will be in St. Louis, and that's this season. Obviously, it'll be at the Centene Community Ice Center. But uh, 2023, they, they finally figured it out. They're going to Boston. I would look for, if you're an ACHA watcher, I would look for a press release. It was supposed to go out tomorrow, but they want to hold off until we get a better logo. So maybe sometime early next week, a high-res version of the logo. That's mm. Yeah, whatever. So anyways, now you know. If you're a podcast listener, if you're one of the 14, now you know. Now you have some inside baseball. Inside baseball. Uh, applications were due for M1 membership on November 1st, and I understand that three, at least three people applied. Uh, and they were two of the three we talked about last week, Oregon and San Diego State. Yep. Um, I don't know how those, how those are going to turn out. I will tell you that I got uh, phone calls on November 1st from Oregon and San Diego State. Oh. about uh, becoming conference members. And, uh, mm. yeah, one team gets it and one team doesn't. So I'll mm. let you figure out who's who. <laughs> yeah, I um, can only imagine. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And then uh, and then I understand the third team that applied was Purdue Northwest. They're out of uh, 
is it Fort Wayne, Indiana? Or they're, they're up there somewhere. They're like on the southeast side of Chicago. They're in Indiana, but they're close to Chicago. So it's like a suburb. Interesting. Uh, they're looking to join up in the Great Lakes League. So uh, I think in, in their coach now by a guy who's been around the ACHA Men's Division One for a long time, Nick Tomzik. Nick was the assistant coach at Oakland for the longest time. Um, he was the head coach at Rochester College, and then he went off and uh, he did some scouting for some pro teams, and he was the uh, video guy for uh, NCAA St. Cloud State when they went to the uh, NCAA championship uh, last year. Huh. So uh, Nick is now at Purdue Northwest, and he's gonna he's he's got his team. They're they're doing well at the men's two division, and so they're awesome. uh, yeah he'll be joining. I'm, my guess is that one will be uh, because they have a conference to join. That one will probably be accepted. And and geographically speaking, it makes sense too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it overlaps with that whack that Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference, but uh, yeah, it's right there. I mean. It's it's right there in the Michigan area, so go for it. Yep. We also had news, uh, good news, that the ACHA is back in the mix for the Winter World University Games. Those will be held in January of 2023, specifically January 12th through the 22nd of Jan of 2023. Andrew, do you have any idea where the Winter World University Games will be played in January of 2023? They are in Lake Placid, New York. Oh God, you 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 blew that. I mean, I was we were supposed to just drag that out for a little bit longer. <laughs> Uh, you didn't think I knew that, did you? No, I didn't. I thought, man, I'm going to get Andrew all over this. Uh-huh. Oh, what is Lake Placid known for? Uh, that would be the 1980 gold medal USA Hockey site. That's right uh, there. Yeah. I mean, that would be uh, that would be just wild. Here, let's see if we can get a little. How do we get the podcast media badges so we can cover the world university games do you want to do and, that oh dude that'd be sick serious you and i going to lake placid with our podcast to cover that for 10 days oh <laughs> what could what could possibly go wrong with you and i being up there here hold on Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The one thing I've heard, I've never been to Lake Placid. I've heard it's beautiful. Yes. Um, never, ever, ever been. All I know is it's extremely hard to get to. Yeah, well, it's in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to fly to Lake Albany and then drive another three hours. So, Big Sugar, uh, Big Sugar, White Ninja. All right. Cover the, cover the university games. How if, about that? Hey, if, if you want to do it, we can. I, can I, I might know somebody. Yeah, yeah. I might I, know somebody I, who knows somebody. I might, I might be in. Get a little, get some media badges. We're in. We might be able to. Uh, we might be able to see if we can't swing that. You know, it's the ACHA communications guy, and then his uh, his sidekick Tonto. Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah, Tonto. Yeah, that would that would be quite the experience right there, wouldn't it? I, I, it would be. It would be kind of fun. We we we'd probably get kicked out for leering at uh, at all the Russian athletes or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it wouldn't end well <laughs> sending <laughs> to us up there, but by God, we sure would have fun. <laughs> I would. I would, my question would be what. Do you have an OnlyFans? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I haven't ever figured it out, but trouble usually seems to happen when you and I are together in kind of the same general area, right? 
I've never, I've never really figured that one out. Why, why that is? But yeah. Oh boy. Well, that that sounds like a lot of fun. So, anyways, hey, twenty twenty three went to World University Games, and Andrew uh, wants to wants to take the podcast up there. So maybe we can do it. Maybe we could get like the. Uh, you know the uh, we can talk to the Canadians and the Belarusians and the. Um, do you think they'll let us on the ski jump? Well, if they don't, I'm sure we can find our way up there. I mean, I see it. It looks kind of safe. I'm wondering if we can like do a belly thing, like if like if it's like <laughs> yeah. from jackass off into like the lake. Do you think we yep. can do that from onto the soft snow? I, I'm I'm in. I'm in. I think we should I'm give in. it a whirl, or maybe we can if do we the the luge. We can just do what the luge down our stomachs. I'm going to order up. What is the uh, what is the thing that teaches you the languages in like six weeks? It's Babel. Babel. Is it? Yeah, Babel. Babel or Rosetta Stone or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to study. I'm going to, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to brush up on my Deutsch. On your Deutsch, I would. I would <laughs> want to brush up on my Swedish or my Finnish or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they're letting you and I in there. A couple. <laughs> Couple jokers like us, first time they talked to us, they're like, all right. Who, couple, who couple, let, couple leches. Who, be, yeah, who let these two idiots in? Where, Let's where, get them out of here. Where's the women's dorm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are the underage kids? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be awful. That would be yeah. awful. Oh, man. That's great stuff. Where are the unattended minors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you please point us in their direction? <laughs> yeah. God. Oh boy, yeah, oh. we would we would go. That would, we we would go and we'd have a fun time. They'd probably kick us out and send us back to Albany. Yep, that's all right though. We'd have a great time in Albany. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, let's get out of here. We've bored people enough as it is. Yes, we have. Um, we're gonna have a fun weekend. Even though Andrew says this weekend's kind of meh, I think it's gonna be a good weekend of games. Yeah, it could it, it could turn interesting, right? You're saying that just because you've got the number one team in, in number seven in the nation coming into your building. Well, I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm intrigued by that UCO Iowa State series. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, I think the Colorado series will be interesting. I mean, those two games out in in, in Tempe and Tucson, they're going to be fist fights. Utah yeah, and yeah, Arizona State, Green Canyon and Arizona. Yeah, I mean, it's it has the makings. On paper, it's like, meh, okay. It's but go- it, it's going to be like that rumble in Anchorman where the competing crews all get together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slow mo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, I think it's going to be fun. So, uh, hey, listen, appreciate everybody listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. Uh, probably going to try to get another guest on sometime soon. Uh, I don't know. We might try to, I don't know, maybe a bus driver, maybe a referee. Who knows? When we'll, when we'll get a parent on from Commissioner's Corner. Oh, God. Uh, I'm sure we'd love to see the parent's perspective on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Complain about tuition and the referees and why my kid isn't on the power play and all that kind of stuff. Stats are incorrect. Anyways, uh, we appreciate everybody listening to the uh, WCHL podcast, even the parents. And um, follow us on Twitter. The podcast is on Twitter at WCHL Pod. Uh, the the league, the conference is on Twitter at Western CHL. That's W E S T E R N C H L. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM. That's S T I C K F O R D A M. And I think you got to be his friend to read his feed because he has all these raunchy things he puts up there on Twitter. So he wants <laughs> yeah. to keep them away from the authorities. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. And most of my stuff is just political junk you don't want to see anyways. That and uh, like fart jokes. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the ACHA. It's You can check out the scores at ACHA Men's D1. Uh, I might know somebody who runs that as well. 
So, uh, yeah, it should be, should be fun. We thank everybody for listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. We look forward to maybe seeing you at the rink, possibly. Yep. And uh, hit Andrew up. He's got White Mountain Dew and uh, Barefoot Spritzers, I think you said, or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Caramel corn. Um, all ready for you when you show up at the rink. And, uh, yeah, anything else, Andrew, before I hit the button? That is about all I got for you. Here we go. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Have a fantastic time watching hockey. And we will catch you on the flip side.